2012, I was living and working in Nanjing, China. Starting in September of the previous year, I had been a teacher at Nanjing University teaching English in their foreign languages department. Uh, but come February of 2012, I was given an opportunity to work in a field that I had always wanted to work in. Ever since being a little kid, I had been fascinated with video games. And it just so happened that one of my jujitsu buddies there in Nanjing, uh, his wife worked at an outsourced video game art studio. And this studio was looking for uh, foreigners <laughs> or nat native English speakers uh, who were into video games and would be interested in working in their uh, business development office. I was super stoked to have an opportunity to do something like this. Uh, and so I asked my friend's wife for the contact information for the company's hiring manager. And long story short, after a nice hot pot lunch with the boss of the company, uh, I ended up getting hired into the business development office of this company. Now it turned out <laughs> that the work conditions in this place were not ideal. You know, when I was hired, I was employee 331. I was the 331st person to be hired. Uh, but the company was only 200 people, which meant that 130 people had left before I arrived. And the company wasn't that old, maybe three, four years at the time I arrived. Um, and by the time I left in... November of that year, 10 months later, I, I, had, I worked there for 10 months, uh, they were hiring employee number 551, but the company was still only 200 people, so they had had, you know, hundreds of people turnover in that 10 months. And there were reasons for the turnover being as high as it was at this company. One possible reason was that the boss had a penchant for hiring, you know, newly minted art students, uh, people who were, you know, very young and not necessarily entirely settled yet. Um, and so, you know, these were this was a group of people who, uh, in general, was prone to life changes, big life changes, right? Wanting to suddenly move. But I think probably the more important factor here was the boss's management style. Uh, as an example, uh, I had a friend who worked on the art floor. She was a graphic designer doing uh, user interface designs. So, you know, if, you know, if the game was a slot machine, she would be like, okay, well, the the lever needs to be over here and like this is what the icon should look like and this kind of button should be designed like this and color schemes and all this sort of stuff um and her name was emily and she had studied art at a famous art school in paris uh for four years she'd gotten her uh, undergraduate degree i suppose or perhaps a graduate degree i'm not sure but in any case i met her while we were working at this company and one day 
she was working on the UI for a space game, and I happened to be out on the floor outside the business development office near the, near the artists, um, and I heard the boss yelling. And I wasn't sure who he was yelling at, I just knew he was upset about the color scheme, um, until, you know, a minute or so into the yelling, I heard him go, why did you even bother to go to school in France? Your degree was a waste, blah, 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 blah. And I, I knew he was yelling at Emily at that point. Now, Emily had, like, just made a choice about, you know, what colors she thought looked good on this UI. And because her choice didn't fit with his sort of overall plan for the design of this game, you know, he approached her and uh, sort of very publicly and, and aggressively dressed her down, you know? Um, and that sort of occurrence was not uncommon at this company. I myself suffered a number of such dressings down, usually related to me not being able to, you know, squeeze enough money out of the clients that I was dealing with. Um, either that or having a bad memory, which I kind of do, but like, whatever. <laughs> Still not a great reason to yell at somebody. But in any case, the boss's tactics for motivating his artists sort of ended up backfiring and resulting in this massive turnover, you know, an artist would come and work for a couple months and then be like, no, and run away. So in any case, in November of 2012, uh, I gave my two weeks notice and I said, you know what, I'm going back to the United States. I'm going to uh, attend a graduate program in linguistics. This is something I really want to do. Thank you for your time, boss. Thank you for hiring me. Enjoy doing your art over here. And then I ran away. After moving to Colorado and, you know, going through a large number of years working on this PhD here, um, I've had some realizations about how I work on things uh, and sort of what was wrong with the way that the boss at the video game company worked on things. I mentioned in a previous episode that my PhD advisor has commented that my uh, approach to science is kind of scattershot, that I don't have large long-term goals that I'm working towards. Um, I just, you know, have little projects that I'm like, ooh, isn't this cool? And I go and work on it. Um, you know, I don't have any real issue solving the small problems of any given project that I might happen to be working on, but I have a very difficult time, you know, imagining the large-scale big picture, uh, you know, how does this project that I'm working on fit into the rest of my life? Or what is, you know, what does it have to do with the other things that I'm interested in? So I'm a fairly good tactician, but not an entirely, you know, competent strategist. Now, I think that this is more or less the opposite of my boss at the video game company. I think that he had, uh, great vision in a lot of ways that he really he knew what he wanted to accomplish with his company uh, and he knew you know he knew what he wanted to do for society 
by putting out art into the world and by hiring people who needed to be hired uh, and so forth and so on, but his tactics were all wrong. Now, I'm of the mindset that no matter how old you are, no matter what you've done in your life up to this point, if there's something that you're not particularly good at, you can improve. Um, And so... I've been working on my strategy. I told you all that these days I like to write down pretty much any idea I have. These are because of who I am. These are, you know, small, tactical, like, I want to do this little cool thing here. But in order to improve my strategizing, I've been maintaining a mind map. And when I can see all of my projects in the same place, it's really useful to be able to think about, okay, well, how, you know, how is this app that I'm building to help teach people how to do scientific research, what, what can that do for, you know, my other goal of making phones be able to understand code switching, bilingual code switching, right? And it gives me the opportunity to, like, literally draw lines between these little nodes, these tactics and think, okay, are these actually in service of the same goal? Or can they be in service of the same goal? And in a sense, that's what I'm trying to accomplish with this podcast. This is an opportunity for me to sit down and commit some time to thinking through how all these projects connect, and to figure out how to explain those connections in a way that's palatable to a broader audience that appeals to people. And, you know, if I'm lucky, makes me some fans along the way. For the first time, I'm starting to feel like the path that my life is on makes sense. And that the little decisions I'm making on a day-to-day basis are actually finally in service of a grander strategy. That I've set my goals, and now I can work towards accomplishing them. I haven't actually said that much about any of my specific projects yet so far this episode, Uh, and so I'd like to read you guys a poem I wrote the other evening that I'm hoping to turn into a song uh, for an album I'm working on. It's called The Young One. I'll burn my klarschach on the beach this evening, sing for you no more, and fly myself back to Brunabonia, to the tomb that is my home. I dreamed of you, Ker Iberbeth. You were my inspiration. He was a chain around your neck, and I was to be salvation. But swan or man, I could not sing songs sweet enough to charm you. The hell I've brought down on myself will last me all my days. To raise a man up from the dead, tell him his love's listening, that she needs a song, a poem read, his heart's blood spilled and glistening. Dead men always were fools, too, and would do anything you asked them to. I died on the beach that night for you, and I'll sing my songs no more. If I had told you another way, would you have been less scared? Would you have loved me to this day? How would you and I have fared? 
Music and poetry, I know these names, but they've been gone from me so long. My mind rebels against itself and sings but one tragic song. I'll take myself to Brunabonia, and my life I'll take there too. If you ever wish to speak with me, I'll be sleeping in my tomb. Young men always have been fools. I'd have done anything you asked me to. I died on the beach that night for you, and I'll sing my song no more. Hooray! <laughs> uh, that was tough for me, <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed it. So uh, I'll keep you all posted as uh, this album develops and all and whatnot. So uh, yeah, keep li- keep on listening. I'm Evan Coles-Harris, and this has been All Creation. Thanks very much for listening this evening. And sorry about these uh, credits sound quality. I (laughs) only just realized I should be doing credits. Um, But I wanted to thank you all for listening and give special thanks to my patrons on Patreon in particular. If you'd like to support the show financially, feel free to go to patreon.com slash Evan Coles-Harris and set up small recurring monthly donations. Or... Uh, if you're listening on the Anchor platform, you can click the Support This Podcast button on my homepage. Music is from the Anchor platform. Again, sorry, the transitions are a little rough. I'm working on getting uh, <laughs> somebody to help me with that. Um, and if you want to send me a message, then feel free to go to anchor.fm slash allcreation and click the message button to leave me a voicemail. Thanks again. Catch you next time.